Hello, and welcome to Wowser Technologies Automation Nation, a podcast about how to get more time to improve your success by automating your accounting, bookkeeping, and your life. I'm your host, Vin Shembri, and each week we deliver the best tips and tools to help you get ahead of the competition and create some free time to do the things you love the most. Now let's get going. you more about show me the money and what success it has to do with that success can be defined in a lot of different ways you know the most common one is financial success but the reality is it takes more than just finances to be successful in life because if you are financially successful and don't have a family are you really a success should we strive to be well balanced in all areas such as family such as finances such as our relationships such as our you know uh, our careers or our business and the best version I've heard of success or the best expression of success came from a guy named Glenn Bland. He wrote a book called Success, the Glenn Bland Principle. And he said the success is the progressive realization of predetermined worthwhile goals, stabilized with balance and purified by belief. Now that could sound like a mouthful, but if you really think about it, you know, it's progressive, it's progressive realization. So in other words, along the way you are succeeding, you know, so you're, you're hitting the small goals and then you have a major or bigger goal in order to get there. I find that very fascinating, and, I, and I've also taken the time to, to study success further back. I think to myself, okay, we have many examples of success right now, but where did it all come from? Who pioneered it? Now, we can go all the way back to the Bible and ancient times, but I'm just going to take you back to the 50s. I'm not going to go that far back. Okay, so and why do I want to do that? And the reason is because when we think of success, you know, or we think of someone that has made a, a major impact, well, we all think of Tony Robbins, or I wouldn't say all of us, but if we hear the, the name Tony Robbins, we could relate to, to who he is. But who was he mentored by? Who was he taught by? And his mentor was a guy named Jim Rohn. And there's quite a few people who know Jim Rohn is, but do we know who mentored Jim Rohn? And Jim Rohn was mentored by Earl Schof. Earl Schof was not very well known. But he was around in the early 50s, and then he actually passed away in the 60s. But he was known as the millionaire maker. And he actually also mentored not only Jim Rohn, but he mentored Mary Kay Ash, who's known as Mary Kay Cosmetics, and also Zig Ziglar. And uh, who was Earl Schultz's mentor? And his name was James Breckenridge Jones, or otherwise known as J.B. Jones. He got his ideas from none other than Napoleon Hill, and I'll just stop right there. Okay, well, Napoleon Hill is known, very well known for his book called Think and Grow Rich. So if you think about it again, it's all, you know, what I discussed last week, uh, the last time that we, I did a, a video, I talked about a thought process is the key to our results. If you recall, you know, I, I said that thoughts cause emotions, which create actions which in turn creates results. So thinking is a big part of it. And Napoleon's Hill a book is called what? Think and Grow Rich. Now he doesn't say what to grow rich in, but he's talking about all the, all the whole spheres of life. Just like I expressed earlier about what does success mean? J.B. Jones decided to, uh, to look at the 17 laws that uh, Napoleon Hill had, and he actually created a potent formula. And he actually wrote a book at the time it was called 
uh, if you can count to four, now it's called the success quadrant, which is still in circulation. And he passed that on to Earl Schof. And there was also another individual in that sphere. And his name was uh, Richard uh, Snackenberg. And Snackenberg actually took the success quadrant and wrote a book called the B book. B is B-E. And he actually created an even more potent formula. And his book is only 36 pages, whereas J.B. Jones book is about 110 pages. But I, I want you to understand what J.B. Jones actually was speaking about, because it has had a profound impact on my life. And when I think back to the, the successes I've had, it actually follows this formula. And what he said was that all of us have a special gift or talent. And we need to use that channel is what he calls it. It was specifically designed for us, meaning every person has one. No two people have the exact one. There could be similarities, but we should focus on our channel, which was designed specifically for us. My channel is numbers, and I relate really well with bookkeeping. So my channel is actually bookkeeping. Mine is not yours, and yours is not mine. Mine is not J.B. Jones, it's not Earl Schultz, it's not Jim Rohn's, it's not um, uh, Tony Robbins or anybody else for that matter. Mine is bookkeeping. Even that thought liberates me because all of a sudden I realized it's what I was blessed with that I can utilize to serve humanity. That's the next part of what he talks about. What does that mean, serve humanity? In other words, there is a need out there for whatever gift that you've been given. And if you don't think that you know you have one, well, you do. And I would ask you to think about what comes naturally to you. For me, it's numbers. I mean, I love numbers. Numbers and I have a love affair. Can you say that about something? And if not, I would, I would ask you to search out what that is. And then what do you do with this channel? You serve humanity. How do you serve humanity? The next part of uh, J.B. Jones's uh, um, formula is in quality of service. So in other words, you become a master in your environment, whatever that environment is. Because the next part is in quantity. So before you decide to, to do this multiple times, because that's what quantity refers to, master it just for one. Take the time to master it. And that's another, an, one, another one of those keys, is to take the time, slow it down, get to know it really well. And J.B. Jones did that as well. What he realized was that he was in the uh, financial world and he was doing well, but it wasn't something that he desired. And he was a handball player. And what had happened is that he realized that handball took a lot of energy and he got ill and he wasn't back in the fifties. He couldn't figure out what the issue was. And he took a food supplement and the supplement actually healed him that within 30 days, he was able to go back and play handball through that experience. He realized that that became the thing that he wanted to do most. It became his purpose, his passion. And that's where he went into. He went into in food supplements business. He, he got out of the financial business and that's where he went. And he devoted his time to understand it better. He did a lot of research. That's where he goes into the quality of service. And he developed something that was, that was different. And he taught that to his students. Who were his students? Earl Schoff and Richard Snackenberg. And these became the mentors of Jim Rohn, who became the mentor of none other than Tony Robbins. But he also mentored Mark Hughes, who was the uh, founder of Herbalife. But he's also inspired many others as well. All of them have come from humble beginnings. What J.B. Jones did is that he created a formula that allows these people to go forward and succeed at incredible levels. So let's go back to that formula that he was talking about. What he was talking about was simply this. Find your channel, whatever that channel is for you. 
and then to offer that as a service to humanity in both quality and quantity so that therefore it produces a result that serves a need for those out there. In the early 60s, Earl Schulf, Richard Schackenberg, and another partner all left the business that they were working with with J.B. Jones, and they also took Jim Rome with them. And within four years, they were generating $6 million of revenue sales per month. We're talking in the 60s. Now, Jim Rohn is known as a legendary individual, but you can go look up his net worth as well, and you can see where it's gone. Not only that, look up the, uh, the individuals that were mentored, Mary Kay and Zig Ziglar. Jim Rohn mentored, as I said, Mark Hughes and Tony Robbins, but he also inspired others such as Jack Canfield, Mark Victor Hansen, Brian Tracy, Harv Record, and, uh, you know, and the list is quite large. What does that mean for us? That means that if we apply this formula, we can succeed in any endeavor in our lives. So what is the formula? From J.B. Jones, I'll repeat it again. It is to find a channel to serve humanity in quality and quantity of service. Now, how does that apply to you? What is it that you're doing in your business right now? How can you become a master of your environment to serve others? And how do you expand that? And you think, well, I don't even know how to do that. Another one of the keys is they studied and looked at ways to make it happen. If in 1961, they can take a food supplement, because that's what their business was in, was food supplements. And within four years, Earl Schaff, Earl Schaff uh, Richard Brackenridge, and Jim Rohn can generate $6 million of sales per month. What can we do in today's times, especially with technology at our fingertips? This is where I'm going. And I would encourage you to do exactly the same. I hope this has helped you. And I hope that it has inspired you like it has inspired me. Just to think that we could have incredible success because we were designed for that in our channel. You know, I have these voices in my mind that say, look here, look there, look here, look there. Another one of the keys is to make sure that we stay in our, our channel that was designed specifically for us. Now we could use, for example, in my situation, I could use technology to help serve more people. And that is something that is incredibly available to us. No, what I would also say is this, that King Solomon wrote Proverbs, and these are uh, wisdom principles, if you want to call them that. One of them he talks about, says that these four small things are small in stature, but exceedingly wise. And I, and I, I want to draw your attention to the, uh, the fourth one where he talks about the spider. You can grasp it in your hand, but it can be found in palaces. So think about it. You can grab a spider or even a lizard in your hand. And you can find it in a king's palace. Now, did, did the spider or the lizard build the actual king's palace? No. But it does what? It capitalizes on it. So it capitalizes on something that it did not build. What can we capitalize on? How can we use that principle in order to expand our ability to serve mankind? The biggest way that I know right now is technology. Once you've identified your channel of service and you've mastered it in quality, I would encourage you to study how you could expand that with the actual use of technology. 
And then you would be like the spider or the lizard that can be grasped. You can capitalize on something you didn't actually build. I'm wishing you a wonderful day. I hope that has helped you. I hope that's inspired you. Ciao for now. Hey, thanks for taking the time. I know how valuable it is and I appreciate your attention. We're dedicated to finding ways to get more time for you to do what you love. Don't forget to leave a comment, like, and follow. You can also find us on Facebook, YouTube, and our website. Just type Wowzer Technologies into your favorite browser and connect. I look forward to sharing a prosperous future with you and yours. Ciao for now.